in walmart what's up y'all it's uh the josh potter show back again how are you folks josh potter here and i want to let you know that uh the ontario or the oxnard levity live show was off the chain it was so much fun i had a great time and i'm so happy if you came out to it we have skank fest coming up in vegas this week it's going to be unbelievable, so hopefully you can make it out to that. Hopefully you got your tickets to that. If you're making the journey from somewhere in the United States, uh, you know, say what's up. It's more about the hang than it is the shows. I don't even know when I'm going on stage at Skankfest. I know I'm doing like three or four sets, but I don't know when. Uh, but I'm more just excited to rock out with y'all. So pleased to be saying hello to me out and about during uh, that time in Vegas. Got some shows in November with Annie Letterman and Tom Segura that I'll let you know about down the road. But uh, other than that, man, make sure you stick to the Instagram at Josh underscore Potter, the Twitter at J underscore Potter, and you can stay up to date with where I'm going to be coming all over the country in 2023. Other than that, my friends, keep liking, subscribing, and uh, we have a very awesome guest, one of the, one of the funniest guys I've uh, gotten to meet out here in los angeles since i've been here it's mr darius bennett everybody welcome to the show thank you for having me no problem dude how are you i'm doing well man this is a very nice setup you got here brother well thank you i we got this new sign here thank you to ted munns by the way for putting this bad boy together building it up yeah, i mean it's fresh man yeah it looks pretty dope doesn't it so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm psyched about that new look here inside the roach motel uh but yeah man i uh i came across you know your videos i see you at the comedy store doing your thing and you're hilarious dude thank you thank you I'm tell everybody to... where they can see you uh i'm at the comedy store a lot uh you can see me on my instagram uh mr darius bennett uh, i got a couple things coming up uh where am i at uh you mentioned el paso coming yeah up? I, I i'll be in el paso texas next month actually i'll be at the improv this thursday the hollywood improv hell yeah yeah and uh, I think I got another one at the Hollywood Hotel on the 12th of October. You can come check me out there. Nice. Yeah. And the and the videos that you you, you put out the clips out they're from what? Don't tell comedy. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. Don't tell comedy. It's crazy, man, because I did Netflix as a joke festival. Right. I did that. I did like six minutes, and I have more views from the Don't Tell than I do the Netflix. That's wild. Some yeah. of those things you never know how they're gonna like pop off in terms of like. You know, I know people that have done like the Netflix half hour and they're like, I my podcast got me more ticket sales than my Netflix half hour. So it's strange. I mean, it's like we're not trying to navigate that kind of thing. Didn't you do uh, you did something else with Netflix, too, right? Um, what the hell was it called? Uh, like up next or what? Uh, something like that. Uh, Netflix is a joke. Uh, introducing. Oh, introducing. That's yeah. what it was. Okay, so yeah, that that's that was the same thing. My bad. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Um, how was the festival? Because I was uh, in and out during that time, and it was kind of like COVIDy still, wasn't it? Or a little bit, man. But a lot of the stuff was outside. Mm. They had some outside stuff every day. I got on that stage. I was able to do that and go to a few little after parties. Nice. Shit was dope, man. Just get the party with. You never know who was going to be at that party, man. One night I partied with Dave Chappelle and Mario, and then Busta Rhymes came through and oh, got wow. on the mic and just started rapping. The shit was crazy, bro. What, where, I mean, not where was the party, but like what kind of setting was it? Was it like, uh, did you know Dave was going to be coming around? Or was I knew it, Dave was going to be there, but I didn't know everybody else was going to be there. Oh, I just right. grabbed the mic and just blesses with a talent, man. It was <laughs> like a free concert, man. I haven't been lucky enough to party with Dave, but I hear that that's kind of how his parties go, you know, like where all these people show up that you're like, what? And then they're performing for Dave, essentially. Yeah, because people love him. They yeah. love him, and then they just, like, grab the mic, man. I don't know if he encourages them to do it, but it just turned into a big-ass party. Uh, Jeremiah Watkins has a story where uh, he was playing, like, in a band on stage. You know, he plays a saxophone or whatever, and yeah. Dave Chappelle was doing a gig or something like that and basically he told Jeremiah to like lay off the sex. <laughs> he like basically told him to stop. Which For I real? Thought, yeah, dude. <laughs> Damn like, why? Right, that's he, a little he can too play much. it good, can't he? <laughs> yeah, he plays it fine. It's yeah. just he was like, it's a little much, man. Like 
How about we we touch we pump Damn. the brakes a little bit on the sacks? Mm. <laughs> but I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, you watching uh, you watch that Dahmer show at all? I have been falling asleep to it <laughs> because I watch it at night, man. Yeah. I watch it when I'm kind of halfway sleepy. Yeah. You ever watch a show like that? You got to keep course. rewatching it to watch the whole thing. Yeah, that's how I know a show's not so. Well, usually it's my test to see if it's like not so great. If I'm yeah. falling asleep to it constantly and I'm going back and I'm like, I don't even know where the hell I am in this fucking thing anymore. Westworld was like that. I was like, I'd wake up and they're in another planet or something. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. even know what the hell's going on here. So it would always make take me out of it, you know. I watched the first episode uh, when he had the dude. The dude was dancing for him, mm-hmm. and and then I fell asleep after that. <laughs> what a odd like some people are like I could never fall asleep after a murder show because it's like bad dreams or like weird vibes or whatever but it's uh it's it is something interesting about being able to just be like like <laughs> 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 when he's like making out with a head or whatever <laughs> That's in there? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, see, I ain't even seen that part. What episode is that? <laughs> I think it might be that same one. I think he like has a saran he has a saran wrapped head at one point. And he's just like, wow, <laughs> it's fucking so weird. I got to like, watch this shit during the day, man. Yeah, yeah I guess. Or or maybe it's, you're just like, maybe you'll end up falling asleep during the day, too. But, uh, all, I mean, this uh, show, despite the fact that it has events that have taken place, you know, 30 years ago or whatever at this point, right? Like, was the 70s? 40 years ago? I mean, what the fuck? That's like 50, 50 years ago now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so weird. I, like, gauge everything off of, like, the 2000s. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah, the 90s are, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's 30 years ago now. So, yeah, 50 years ago is when this shit went down. And people are, they're just depicting what actually happened. And, like, uh, the LBGT community is all... F- pissed off about that they're showing it more so that they categorize the show as an lbgtq show mm. which i thought was hilarious that they did that because basically Dahmer's gay so he yeah you know he wants to fuck dudes and that's the whole like i think that's what i gather i mean i know you've been in and out of it but at one point he like uh is sleeping with this mannequin right and he's like holding it and stuff and he's living with his grandmother and his grandmother walks into his room one day, like, breaks in, undoes the lock to see what he's doing in there. And she's like, it smells weird in there. And so she's going in, and she finds the mannequin and throws it in the garbage, and he freaks out. And that's what, like, turns him on to killing even, because he needs another, like, torso to sleep with. Mm. So, But also, uh, the black community's upset because that's all his victims. He had a penchant. Why are they upset? That was the reality. That's what I said. I don't know. I was curious if you might know. But I uh, I thought it was, you know, kind of made me sad at the end of the day. Like, if say I was gay, right, and I went to a nightclub and I hit on Jeffrey Dahmer, it just bums me out to know that he'd be, like, the dude at the club that's, like, looking up, like, yeah, okay, dude, get out of here. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. wouldn't be into me at all. Yeah, because you're white. <laughs> yeah, and because, you know, whatever, and because I'm not, like, athletic or whatever, too. So is the gay community upset because... Uh, people are gonna view them as cannibals. <laughs> I don't know. I I <laughs> I haven't the slightest idea what could. I think they were upset about the listing as if it was like a uh, pro, but it is kind of pro if you ask me. At the end of the day, wouldn't you say, Rob? Wouldn't you, I mean? What's what's anti-gay about it? There's a representation issue of is this really the representation that the queer community wants? But then on top of that. Netflix is making money, making controversy off of a thing that was uh, a very traumatic experience in the queer community. I was... think this is inclusivity. What? It's part of history, though. Yeah, and it's and it's inclusivity. It's like gay people can be serial killers too. You know, I don't understand what the problem is, but uh, you know, they they were upset that they put it in the category. So if you're like looking up, you know whatever gay shit or whatever like uh that you're like pro like want pro gay shit it'd show up in there in the same category right mm-hmm. that's what they were upset like about, the babadook the babadook is that pro gay that uh, the babadook became a gay icon after he was i believe accidentally included in a uh, lgbtq playlist on does Netflix. he isn't the babadook murder things too yes well then what are we talking about <laughs> i guess i feel for them for them putting it in a category as lgbt yeah, I guess that's they true. They just put it in well, here's horror a film or some type of... Well, yeah, it was in there too, but cannabis. you know how they try to throw it in the algorithm as 
much as they can. They put all the different tags, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question. Would roots go into, like, a black category? Isn't that about slavery and, like... Uh, no, it would go into a, a slave category. A slave category, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they couldn't put that. That's not like a celebratory film, obviously. But would they? But they, if they put it into like uh, something like based on a true story, yeah. Like if they, they if they put it in like if there was a Black History Month like um, sort of uh, theme going on on Netflix, and they put Roots in there, I think that would fall under the same sort of guise, wouldn't it? You know, be the same sort of like, uh, I don't know, misstep, if you will. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like that's been done, you know, during some film like, ah, it's Black History Month, so we're going to play, uh, you know, films that celebrate, and then they play Roots, and you're like, what the fuck? That's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, and I thought it I thought it was interesting, too, that he, I had no idea that, that was how he chose his victims. I was watching Dahmer, and I got it confused with Ted Bundy because I'm sitting there going like, oh, we're going to get to see some like hot chicks get murdered or whatever, and then I was wrong. You know, <laughs> I, was, I was big time wrong at the end of the day. Uh, but I did get an email here. Show at gmail.com is where you can send all of your emails. Uh, this one is from Brian McCraw, and he said to me, uh, he said, I've been watching since episode one, and the other day, some crazy shit went down in my town. Some sick fuck got busted for fraud as they were searching for his or searching his house, and they found his dead roommate, who had been dead for four years. Dude was cashing his checks the entire time. Uh, I broke, or he said he was going to send it the other day, uh, but he was really high and totally forgot. That's what happens, Brian. I'm, it's okay, buddy. And there he is on the screen right there. Look like Santa Claus, man. Yeah, he he was uh, he wasn't giving out any gifts. He was taking his roommate's checks. How do you think that? I mean, we're gonna get into. I have the the details here, but just hearing that part of the story, I mean, I don't know how you would cash a person's checks, and how does a guy just keep getting checks for four years without any uh, sort of audit happening there? You know what, what kind must, of checks? That's what I want to find out here. That's what I guess we will. Uh, Chico man suspected of living with the body of his dead roommate for four years has been charged with forging checks to himself on the dead man's account. So he was writing checks to himself and then cashing them mm-hmm. and then having like acting like the guy signed it. And obviously the man was dead, so he wasn't refuting the charges at the end of the day. Uh, this man, Darren Wade Pertle, 57, appeared Monday in Butte County Superior Court and was charged with one count of identity theft and 10 counts of check forgery. I like how they have those as the charges as opposed to the murder, murder. of his dead roommate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Olson was reported missing, uh, the, the gentleman who was dead, uh, in August after a relative claimed that he had not heard from him in nearly four years. It took a while for this relative to be like, you know what? Damn. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck. That's that's like my biggest fear. Do you know that? Like, if I died in my my apartment right now, how long would it take for people to know I was dead? <laughs> you know, yeah. it would take at least a week for Rob to care. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it would get to Monday and I'd be like, "Hey, Josh, we got any got any prep for the? <laughs> yeah, you didn't come for Six recording today. Yeah, so I guess that's true. There is that bit of it. But if we stacked episodes, Rob. You ever? I mean, you have uh, people you live with, so I imagine people would be hitting your phone up a lot. You don't have that to worry about. My parents live on the other side of the country. My family lives all the way over there. They're not like my mom texted me today for the first time in like since fucking June. I guess. I Damn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. My uh, my my mom doesn't really talk to me like that. She talked to my wife more than she talked to me. No shit. Yeah, they talk every day. That's wild. So, but I mean, they'll start talking. Well, have you seen Darius lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they'll 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 come find you or whatever. Mm-hmm. This man was reported missing in August, as I mentioned. Olson's relatives told police that they had been trying to contact him since 2018, but only ever spoke with uh, the roommate, who gave various excuses as to Olson's absence. So they're probably they're calling him up, and this guy's like picking up his cell phone. Oh yeah, I know he's in the shower. 
Yeah, he's been in the shower for like three years. <laughs> like, what the Washing fuck? that dead smell off his ass. <laughs> how you live with that, man? Yeah, stink. how do you live with that in the, I guess if you're cashing checks, you're like, well, the smell isn't so bad when rent's free <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, they kept telling, or he kept telling the relatives that the man was out of town. Let's see if there's any other. Last week, police served a search warrant at the home of Olson. Uh, and shared that he shared with Pirtle, located at the 2600 block of Burnap Avenue. Not sure what part of the world that is, but his body was then found in the back bedroom. Officials believe Olson died in 2018. An autopsy is underway to find out how he... So it's not necessarily... See, that's why he isn't charged with murder, because we're not certain that this man killed him. He right. might have just been like, oh, my roommate's dead. I'm going to cash his checks and not tell anybody. Yeah, a lot of people would do that, I feel like. Yeah. Especially if they're poor. Yeah, if you're poor, I mean... Or opportunists. I don't know. Here's the thing I mean. If I, I've been poor and I don't know that I would ever be able to bring myself to do that, but you would think four years is like at some point you got to expect that the hammer's coming down or like that this is going to, you know, not work out much longer. You know, there's got to be... A, there's a shelf life to this scam. I would try and get in one check... The money. Do you know what I mean? And then be like, he's dead and call it in. And then yeah. that would help. I think if you tried to get a large sum in one check and then reported the body, that would have been a better strategy. Maybe. Here I am trying to like <laughs> give this guy advice on what he should have done. One check would have I mean, just the guy got greedy, you know, he kept writing checks over Four and years. over again. And then also people were wondering where this guy was. You gotta just keep you just gotta cash that one check and then report the guy dead. And then you, you're probably going to get away with it, I would imagine. They're not going to go back and be like, what was that last check he wrote to the roommate, you know? I think you're right. Today's Josh Potter Show is brought to us by BetterHelp. And as a guy who didn't dabble in therapy until he scooped up BetterHelp, I mean, boy, oh boy, it's helped me in ways that I can't even express and I have to in this ad because that's what they're paying me for. Uh, but it's made me change my life. I mean, it helped me get through the arduous and ominous task of like shopping for furniture that I didn't want to do and like you know helping me with my move and everything that was stressing me out while I was on the road all these things to help me be more productive be more at peace be more present I learned techniques to lower stress and help with ego I mean just tools that I don't know that I would have ever been able to find within myself without the help of BetterHelp and their therapy. And sometimes, you know, people fix on a, uh, fixate on a problem for so long uh, that they don't take the time to find the proper solution. And, you know, BetterHelp is perhaps the way to find that solution. It might uh, be a different thing that you never even thought of before. It can be tough, uh, you know, to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with challenges in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier for you to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and chat therapy sessions, which goes a long way because I got to tell you, if I had to uh, pull myself to an office, that might deter me from going to my sessions. But here I can do it, you know, in my dining room. I can do it wherever I'd like, right on my phone in a video session. Or sometimes I can, you know, just do a chat. Perhaps if you're not a person who can express themselves verbally the way that I can, maybe you're better typing. You can use the chat feature. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy as well. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Josh Potter today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Josh Potter. But let us get into some, we have some breaking sports news. Well, it's uh, by the time this comes out, it won't be so breaking. People will have been talking about it a bunch, but as of this day of this recording, it is breaking. Let's get into it, shall we? And you, as we mentioned, uh, a Detroit sports fan out of Detroit. Now, tell me real quick before we get into it. I heard there was a a story about how you decided to come here to L.A. from Detroit. Yeah. How did that work out? Uh, I came in the middle of the night. Uh, there was a... You came to L.A. in the middle of the night? Yes. Wild. Uh, yeah. There was a movie premiere 
that I was doing and it didn't go that well. And it was our second one. Mm. And then the lady I was seeing at the time, she walked out the premiere. Because of the movie? No, I was doing some stupid drunk <laughs> shit. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we were back and forth for a long time, and then she walked out of this, which was important uh, for me. Mm. And uh, I got very emotional, and I cried, and I told my cousin to take me to the airport. So I went home, I grabbed a toothbrush, I grabbed a Bible, and then yeah. I went to the airport and I asked for a one-way ticket to L.A. I needed to leave. It was either going to be L.A. or New York. This was right after Thanksgiving. So uh, I didn't know many people either state. And I figured if I go to L.A., I can at least sleep on the beach. It won't be too cold. Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I've been here ever since. Damn. Yeah. So where was the movie premiere? In Detroit? or in it was Yeah, it was in Detroit. Wow. Yeah. It's out now, but it's not a movie. It's, it's like a series. It's pretty oh, good. Okay, but cool, it was yeah. just like it didn't get as much traction as it could have had. Right. You know, because it didn't come out when it was supposed to. But, uh, yeah, that was my story, man. Wild. And yeah. so you, I mean, I like I thought it was funny when you said that she left from the uh, movie. Imagine if the series she the series was bad and she was like, I can't do, I can't be around you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's what you were saying. At I, first. It's crazy because I had I used to date this one chick and we were doing uh, you know student films. Yeah, you know, sometimes people audition for like USC shit like that. You get sure. your reels up. I was doing stuff like that, and I had I was playing it at my house, and my buddy was over and she was getting ready. And she was like, turn this shit off. I don't want to watch this amateur ass shit <laughs> on the screen. Like, but this is me. Yeah. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Turn this regular, regular. <laughs> she was cold, bro. That's why. And, and that's tough. I mean, like, I always had that as like a fear in dating, you know, because the first time a woman sees you perform, mm -hmm. say you have a bad set. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility, you know, like. Sometimes it's just set up for it going not good. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if they catch you in that moment, how are they going to respect you? You know what I'm saying? That's a, a fear of mine, like, when I'm dating a person. So, like, they're like, oh, I'll come to the show. I'm like, not this one. Don't come to this show. Yeah, I, I never invited anybody to open mics. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And those are the ones they want to come to because you go to those Exactly, the most. exactly. They're like, they they think it's spending time with you. And you're like, no, don't. you're not coming to an open mic. Right. Because that's the first taste they get of your, like, this is your job, you know, and like they want, you know, a woman wants to feel like you're going to provide for her or something to that effect, I'm sure. And so when they see you at an open mic and they're like, this is you're doing your job right now. <laughs> they paid you in beer. Yeah. 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 You got a drink <laughs> ticket. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like I'd have them come to a, a real show, but mm -hmm. that's how it, starting out, you know, you go to all these open mics and they always want to come. You're so right. That's wild. But yeah, so I, I, uh, I, yeah, I read that's that you came here in the middle of the night. You did like you bought a plane ticket, like they did in the when air travel like first came out. You just walked into the airport and bought one. Yeah, man, I was bartending back at home, so I had some money. Was it the most expensive plane ticket in the world? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit was like seven hundred and seventy dollars. That's crazy. One way, I, I went to Delta because I didn't want any connections because I was kind of faded too. I'm sure. like, I gotta fucking nah. I need to go right now. So when you landed. And you were a little more sober, and you had your stuff, and you're there now. One way, what was the plan in that very moment? Like, what was the first thing you did when you left the airport? Uh, I called my cousin. She lives out here. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm here. And I called my homie, uh, Ron, Ron Taylor. Mm. And I said, yo, I'm here. What do I do? And he was like, uh, I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah, was, it's, it's three in the morning. Yeah. yeah, he was sleeping. And I think my cousin was on set somewhere. And then... Mm. Yeah, I just hung out at the airport. Eventually, caught a lift downtown or Damn. something. Yeah, that's. I mean, do you ever look back to that and where you are now, and you're like, man, I can't fucking believe it worked. <laughs> that's uh, what... Not unless people bring up the story. Oh, no, okay. Because uh, I, I, the shit seemed like it was yesterday. Right. <laughs> a lot of time has passed, bro. Sure. I didn't really have uh, places to stay. You know, I stayed at both their houses, and sometimes they weren't really available mm -hmm. so i uh i slept outside one night Damn. um on 7th and figueroa yeah i uh, i sat down on the ground at first i'm like all right i'm one of y'all like to the homeless <laughs> folks yeah and uh then i laid down on one of the events where the steam comes up fuck and uh then something crawled up my leg i jumped up and saw a rat just run down the street oh my lord yeah i was like i can't do this shit bro so 
I uh, I started going to bars and I started making friends with just random women. And it's just like, hey, I, fucking, I need a place to stay so uh, I could be a homie. We can hang out. That's great. Yeah. Hey, man, that's a skill. I mean, if I if I tried to play that racket, I'd be like they, I'd be like worse than Dahmer out there. They'd be like this fucking creepy guy trying to come stay at my house all every fucking night. I never was good at bars out of context. If I had just performed at the bar, it was another story. But yeah. it would be if I'm just in the bar alone. Hey, can I come tr- crash at your place? They'd be like, "What? <laughs> this guy? They throw me out and they put me in jail." <laughs> yeah, so that's cool that that worked out for you. That's, it, a, that's yeah, it a worked. Cool hustle. Yeah, it was something I didn't want to do it. You know, but sure. It was like it was. I, I got into survival mode. You know, I had to do what I had to do. That's an that's a good survival mode to have, though. I mean, shit, you probably got some action out of it. Yeah, and <laughs> they were all cool until it was like, all right, you can't have any more friends. You have to only stay. At my house, because I told oh. them all the same thing. I'm like, listen, I'm here for my dreams. If I can hang out here sometime, that'd be great. You know. They wanted to lock you down. They, yeah, and I'm like, wow. nah, that's gonna lead me back to a life I was probably living back in. Sure. You know, you know, get me distracted. Wow. So then I had to really hustle and get my own shit. Yeah. How long? I mean, how long do you think it took to get on your feet where you didn't have to play that anymore? Um. Um. Probably once I found one person to pay my bills. Nice. Yeah. Well, I got a job. It, I, it probably was like a year. Nah, that's Maybe good. Maybe a year. It was tough again, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, my story is not nearly as... Uh, I, I had it planned to move here um, for months, and I just tried to save money. Did not save as much money as I would have liked, and then mm-hmm. flew here with two suitcases, and then same thing, kind of just, like, figured it out. And got a gig, got a job or whatever, and just kind of rocked it out for the first couple of years. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, making that leap is the hardest thing in the world for, and no matter what your circumstances. But that, when I heard that story, I was like, "Fuck, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, dude." And I, I had to go, and like uh, my family called me when I was at the airport, mm-hmm. and like, "Yo, we know you want to leave, chase your dreams. We want you to do that, but not right now. You're in a, a different state. You should think about it." <laughs> yeah, I'm like if I don't go now, I ain't ever gonna go. Sure, it's just yeah, that's be... the way. That's the way it is for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I was thinking too, like when you had that moment where you're like, "I'm gonna sleep on the street." Was there no like? Did you not think it like, oh, I can go? Because I, I would have gone like, oh, let's find like a bench or like. Uh... I tried to sleep on a bench at Target. And, oh, okay. Because you're told like me to leave. Seventh and Figaro is that it's like downtown. Yeah. So there's no parks or anything. I I don't think, but yeah, there you're far from the beaches and that kind of thing. That's what I was mm-hmm. wondering. Why didn't you go to like a sort of a more like comfortable setting? <laughs> yeah. As opposed to downtown. Once, uh, yeah, they kicked me off the bench and then I slept and got the rat crawled up on me and then. I stayed up until the subway opened back up, which mm-hmm. was uh, like six or so or four. Five, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got on the subway going, uh, I think it's the blue line mm-hmm. from downtown to Santa Monica. Yep. And I rode that back and forth until I got enough sleep. Damn. To like cuss out my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck was you at? I had a rat crawl on me last night. <laughs> I've met those people on the subway that, that they like I because I used to I used to have an office job downtown. And I would go on the subway in the morning, and there would be people that were like, you'd be like, how are they sleeping? Like, they couldn't have been here all night, you know, because like you said, the the trains in L.A., they don't run 24 hours. They yeah. stop at like midnight or something, maybe two, and then they start up again at four. And uh, there's already people like posting up, like ready to go, like they're sleeping a long ways on the benches while there's like a stuffed car, you know what I mean? Like people are like this in the fucking thing. And uh, I always wondered, like, oh, when do they get on here? You know, they just get on here and sleep all day or for a couple hours. It's, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a wild world. But uh, another man out there who is living a wild life, uh, Antonio Brown. <laughs> we have to talk about this man. Mm. I mean, good golly. He, uh, of course, we've talked about him in the past. You know, he's always doing some sort of antics. Uh, he left football in a sort of unceremonious way. Uh, back when Bruce Arians was trying to get him to play, he was claiming he was injured. Bruce Arians is like, you got to get out there. And he's like, I'm not getting out there. And then he like ripped off his uniform and he, you know, walked out of MetLife Stadium like fucking, oh, look. And everyone was like, what's going on? And that was the last we saw of him on a football field. But it's not the last we saw of him in life. 
because then after that he kind of went off the rails a little bit even more, having some domestic sort of things. He was recently in Dubai. Uh, I don't know what for, just a vacation perhaps. It seems like a dope vacation spot, Dubai. Would yeah. you ever hit that up? Would you ever fuck with Dubai, you think? Would I? Yes. Have I? Not yet. I have not. I don't think that I would, though. Why? I don't think it's my scene because... I don't even think you can drink booze in Dubai, let alone smoke weed and do everything. I would I would be bored, I think, in Dubai. I'm a big people watcher, so I yeah. like to watch people, and uh, I like food, so I want to try out the different food, mm-hmm. and I like uh, architecture. The architecture is bananas in Dubai. Yeah. I mean, they've got some of the craziest buildings in the world. They've got, like, man-made uh, bodies of water that they've like laid out so they're like in shapes don't they have underground cities or underground oh, like hotels so. or probably i mean that's yeah. really that that part is it's very futuristic looking and things like that but it's also very like archaic in that you know women are not allowed to drive i don't think i don't really, you know what i mean i don't not know to do a lot yeah they're not allowed to do a lot of shit <laughs> maybe that is a, a a plus i don't know but i uh i just find it like what do i do in dubai in terms of like do you go out like I don't know. I'm a. I guess that just shows that I'm like a, the last not. I'm the last thing I am is sober. If you're telling me I'm on a sober, <laughs> the la, If you're telling me we're going on a trip to be sober, I'm gonna be like, why? I gotta fly across the world to be sober. If you even show up with like a Xanax, you get like the death penalty. They really don't drink over there. They don't do weed. No, they don't. If you get caught with weed in Dubai, you get like you go to like jail. It's like uh, fucking. Yeah. What's Pretty that movie? Where the guys in the prison went in Iraq, whatever. What's what am I thinking of? Fucking god damn it! It's at the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, locked I mean, yes, it's 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 a movie that's about being locked up abroad. I forget what the name of it is. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm. I, are you looking at the laws here? What does it say? I'm seeing what. Oh, things what they, to do. What things do, to do in Dubai. What are they? Uh, yeah. What do they say? Just like go on a yacht, go party. Oh, they got to be turning up on a yacht, man. But you would think it, all the things look so opulent, and you know that the like sheiks and shit, like the princes and all that shit, are and the rich people are doing whatever the hell they want, probably. Yeah. But it's behind closed doors, and they don't have like. Uh, I'm sure they have wonderful restaurants. You mentioned the food. I don't know if there's even. I mean, I like Middle Eastern food just like the next guy, but I don't know if I'm flying to Dubai to go. I'm sure they have great restaurants. I there. think they have like world class yeah, chefs course. and stuff like of that. Of course, it's not. Yeah. It's you not, wouldn't want to go to experience world class dining. I feel like I could go somewhere else to do that, you know, <laughs> or I could smoke a joint outside and not have a guy fucking throw me in a prison for the rest of my life. I, Where is Salt Bay from? Where, is he over there in Dubai? Oh, Salt Bay. Yeah, Salt uh, Bay's no, here. I mean, he's Salt here, Bay. but isn't he's he? He's in New York. He's got restaurants all over the goddamn place. Yeah. But I'm sure he's in Dubai. He's Everyone Turkish. is. Anyone. Okay. Oh, you're saying where he's from? I bet. I thought he was just a regular ass white guy. It looks like there's a lot Doesn't of uh, like... desert stuff to do in Dubai, like quad biking and. I'll go to fucking Arizona and do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about? But I, I don't know. Uh, so Antonio Brown went to Dubai, and you would think Antonio Brown. Maybe that's the best place he could go because he has to be sober, but didn't seem like he was sober in Dubai uh, when he was, uh, you know, flashing his dong in the pool. So he made headlines from that, but he also made headlines just a a few uh, days ago where he posted this photo that we're showing here where it's him and Giselle. I believe this is as they won the Super Bowl. Uh, And, of course, as we know, Antonio Brown lived with Tom Brady and Giselle during that Super Bowl year, uh, during COVID, to bring him back into the fold in terms of football. Uh, they allowed him to stay in the, their house. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was um, it was a way for Tom Brady to, because Antonio Brown was having all these different problems. You know, the police were always at his house. You know, he's on TMZ and shit all the time, and people were like, Something's going on with Antonio Brown. Tom Brady was like, I got it. Don't worry. Don't worry about the character stuff. Don't worry about all the nonsense. I'll have him stay at my place. We'll keep him under wraps. You know, we'll keep him uh, on a leash, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, so he posted this photo. And then the very next day, Giselle and Tom Brady announced that they both hired divorce lawyers. Mm. Mm. So I don't know the chicken or the egg. Nobody's uh, raised this theory. Did Giselle fuck Antonio Brown? Oh, that's cold. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to say no. 
You're gonna he say no? Be, yeah, he just being extra. He's always been the extra person. Now, yeah. what if this is the case? What if they did, and Tom Brady was into that? <laughs> well, he had no reason to post that then. There's no. Well, power. no, but he he might just be like, oh, I know what's going on. Divorce, D I V O R C E, and he posted that up. There's no power in having it, but he's trolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and and again, like I said, I don't know that they're correlated because the fact is, Giselle and Tom Brady have been on this path for quite some time. Uh, the last few months, ever since Tom Brady announced he was coming back to the NFL, then then they were having like an unretirement off. Tom Brady's like, I'm unretiring, and then Giselle's like, I'm gonna fucking unretire too. You're gonna see me in some fucking magazines, mm-hmm. and they both went back to work. And now it seems like they're because of the fact that he went back to the NFL to have a worse QB rating than Geno Smith. <laughs> the fact that he did that, now it's too much to bear for Giselle, evidently. Uh, yeah, she and you were saying back that, at home. You were saying, you were saying that when Brady made that decision, your wife kind of predicted this or like- Oh, yeah. She was like, uh, he is ruining his life. <laughs> he needs going to be back. at home. She wants him back at home. He just retired. Now he's unretired. She has a life too, but you know he's she providing does. for her. I guess she both. She has money too, apparently, right? Well, yeah. She actually at one point was making ex- just leaps and bounds more money than he was. Yeah, I didn't know that. Back in like I would say I don't know. I mean, he's had a twenty-plus year NFL career at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the beginning stages of it, because if you recall, Tom Brady was dating and maybe you could uh, find this name for me. He has a child with another woman who was an actress. She's no longer an actress. He kind of just impregnated her and bounced and went with Giselle. Was that early in his career? That was like one of the first uh, few, you know, he won the like first Super Bowl and then he was with this chick, uh, Bridget Moynihan. That was her name right there, yes. And uh, he, you know, he got her pregnant, Mm -hmm. bailed. She had the baby, and now I believe she's married to somebody else. But either way, he's paying, like, insane child support or had paid insane child support. That kid's probably, like, fucking 18 at this point. (laughs) I don't know how old he is. Uh, But she's not. she retired from acting. She's no longer acting because she's like, oh, I got this, this income coming in. Yeah. But so he's had this kind of like uh, he's had a thing in the past where I always thought that was interesting that nobody really brought that up, uh, you know, in regards to Tom Brady, like that he bailed on this lady when she yeah, was I pregnant. Didn't know that. Yeah, no, not many people seem to remember that. Mm-hmm. But now with uh, Giselle, he's got a few children and it is a shame. You know, I I've hated Tom Brady for many a year. Why? Because he was on the New England Patriots and I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. And okay. he do you respect his game, though? Of course. I mean, like, that's the thing. It's, it's football. They're winning. And it's like, I just got sick Kinda of it. Kind of have to. It, I just got sick of it. You know, it was 20 years of them winning our division yeah. and uh, keeping us out of the playoffs. Not that we were doing anything to help ourselves, but I was just sick of it, you know? And it was happening right in my fucking backyard, basically. And every time they'd play the Bills, they'd destroy us. I was just so sick of it. And then when he went down to Tampa Bay, I was like, oh, okay. He might as well be on Mars now. He's in the <laughs> NFC South. Let him do whatever he wants. I don't care. And he and I rooted for his success. I'm like, go for it, old man. He came out of retirement. I was like, thumbs up, you know. I don't want to see him get divorced, you know. Bill Belichick I still can't stand. I'm glad he sucks and he's losing. <laughs> But, you know, they cost you a lot of pain and money. Dude, you have oh yeah, money, pain, emotional heartache, pain, money, all of it. Dude, I hate I hate the New England Patriots with a passion. Do you have any sports um, like fandom where you hate another team? No, no. Mm -mm. Oh, you're lucky. Mm -mm. You're lucky. It doesn't eat at you like that. No, it doesn't. I do uh, look at things differently. So, like, if you beat out my team mm-hmm. in the playoffs, I'm rooting for you now. Because you want to go down to the champion. Yeah. So, it's like, if you if you beat my team out the playoffs, you better make it all the, the fucking way. You can't yeah. get knocked out the next round because I feel like my team deserved to beat your ass in the next That makes sense. I like that. Well. That's like people who say, like, oh, I want the uh, – like. I'm the opposite. I I when it comes to football, the Bills are in the AFC East, that's our division. So any AFC team, I'm like, you are a potential enemy. Mm-hmm. NFC, I don't care. That's like the other side of the world, you know? Like 
by the time the Super Bowl rolls around, that's the clash of two titans. So like when they like if the Bills the Bills lost four Super Bowls and people are like, Don't you hate the Cowboys? Don't you hate the Giants? And I'm like, not really, because they were just the champion of the NFC yeah. and we faced them in the biggest game of them all and they beat us then. It's not like they prevent us from getting to the biggest game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whereas the other teams in the AFC do. So I'll never root for the AFC. Can't do it. Right. Can't, don't feel right. That's all. But yeah, I didn't know if you had any theories on this. Uh, but your, your, I think your wife really laid it out. She knew right away. Yeah, she felt like that he should have just stayed retired and just you know let her live her life because she has a life too. I guess she was saying like she got kids and yeah, she has to deal with the kids when he's away practicing and playing and shit. And she can't do her modeling necessarily. Maybe she had some modeling plans. You know, I know she's getting older. Maybe she had some like I'm, I'm a fucking milf now. I can fucking get yeah. different sort of modeling gigs that you wouldn't expect. And she wasn't able to do those, perhaps, and maybe she was looking forward to that. Some people say that women are never satisfied. That's <laughs> yeah, what some, some people say. Some people say, not no, us, no. folks. No. It's hard to, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to really say what's going on when you're on the outside looking in. You don't really know. That's very true. And maybe AB is shedding some light when it comes to that picture. You think he's got <laughs> up in this world, huh? Today's Josh Potter show is also brought to us by Displate and Displate is the cool new metal poster that you're going to want in every room of your house. I'm telling you, dude, you should see some of the ones that they've done up. They are so unbelievably elaborate. It's crazy. I mean, I'm talking characters from comic books. I'm talking movies, uh, you know, bands, pretty much anything you can think of. Displate probably has it up on their website. So I would go check it out. They've also got officially licensed designs from like Star Wars, Netflix, all kinds of stuff. So I'm telling you, if you probably have thought of it, they have too. They've got gaming, movies, comics, anime, all kinds of posters, and they look like this. They're not just a, a paper poster that when you roll up, it gets all screwed up, or when you try to take it off your wall, it gets all ripped and torn or crinkled. This stuff is high-duty metal, and it's Real lightweight, actually, so you just hang it right up on the wall and it doesn't rip the wall off. It's not difficult to mount or anything like that. So go check it out, man. It's nice and clean and easy. As a guy who just experienced moving and what a nightmare it is to, like, hang pictures and things like that, this goes a long way and it's going to look amazing on top of the fact that it's easy to put up and take down and it doesn't get messed up with oh, smoke or whatever, heat. You know, things that screw up paper. The metal goes a long way, my friend. So I would check out the website today. It only takes 20 seconds to hang them up, by the way. No power tools needed. No wall damage, as I mentioned. And once you mount one, you can switch it out with a new plate in a flash. So go click the link right in the show description, and you're going to uh, see some of my favorite displays and save up to 29% off. Uh, get 25% off when you buy one or two and 29% off when you buy three or more. Discounts will automatically be applied to your cart when you click the link, or you can use the code Josh Potter, one word, Josh Potter, when you visit Displate.com. That's Displate.com. Josh Potter is the code, one word, or click the link in the show notes. No, you know what What else was uh, kind of crazy this past week? There was a uh, uh, DK Metcalf. Can you pull up that stuff there, Rob, with DK Metcalf? This guy, he got carted off the field, not because he was hurt, or have it an injury or anything like that. And when you get carted off the field, usually it's something very serious. Yeah. But in this case, DK Metcalf got carted off because he had to go take a shit. There is there he is leaving. Everyone's concerned. They're like, what is going on? DK Metcalf being carted off the field, mm. he was going to shit his pants, evidently. <laughs> and he tweeted later on, he said, like, people were like, why did you have to get carted off the field to go to the bathroom? And he's like, I, he goes, if I tried to walk, it ran down Pinching that shit, I would. Yeah, exactly. Damn, I've been there. <laughs> Have you ever been on stage and had to had to shit? No, thankfully, uh, because I usually go right before I go. Right, in. right. It's you like you make ritual. sure to evacuate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have been on the football field and I had to take a shit. No shit, really. Yeah, it was right after halftime, and I'm like, yo, I got. I was a starting running back. Mm. Like, I got a shit. <laughs> like oh, we were just in the locker room. Yeah, like, yeah, I got to go now. Were you on? Were you on offense or on defense at that point? Offense. Oh my god! So they, so you left, and everyone was in the crowd was like, "Where's Darius?" It was right before we was about to start the game. Damn. Yeah. So how long were you in there? Did you miss any plays? I don't think I did. Oh, you got right yeah. in and yeah. out, huh? But it was close. Damn. Yeah. 
It was close. <laughs> Where'd you play ball for high school? Uh, yeah, three different high schools, man. Wow. But this was in Berkeley, Berkeley High School. No in shit. Michigan. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, what well, I've never gotten. I'm obviously I, I've never played sports. Believe it or not, <laughs> well, I played soccer, but okay. I never played uh, football. Football, and I love football. Yeah. so much. What's it like being the starting running back on the high school team? Man, I wasn't expecting to start, bro, because this dude I had transferred from a different school, and this guy who was larger than I was, faster than me, and they gave me the starting position. Somehow, I just know how to get to the holes. Nice. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, what was it like? I mean, could you walk around like top swinging top dick? On? Yeah, yeah. No, no, nah. It was no. How come? I'm a humble person. Well, sure, but I mean, like the ladies have to be like, Darius, you're starting running back, you know, like yeah. into that, right? You wear, they're wearing your jersey on Friday or something. It wasn't like the movies for me. No, nah, okay. because uh, I don't know. I had real bad acne. I wasn't the best looking kid Damn, in school. I couldn't buy it. You know, we had I other guys it. for that. The That's girls were all over those dudes, you know. Wild. Yeah. I mean, because you, I mean, you're killing it now. You're looking great. Thank you, man. <laughs> I guess I, I matured. I started to look different over time. But yeah, that's then, what they call the old uh, like ugly duckling syndrome, right? Yeah, they ain't really fuck with me like when that. When did it change for you? Uh, shit, college. College, because mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm not trying to. Year. I'm not trying to tell people should go to your like Instagram places like that. Tell everyone what your Instagram is, uh, so they can. can. But. Uh, you have a joke about how you're like, I, I fucked all the names. <laughs> when did that start going on? Uh, when did that start going on? Yeah, Shit. I mean, because uh, it wasn't in high school, right? 15, man. I was fucking, I was out here wilding, man. <laughs> Age 15, I started, man. But uh, <laughs> even with the acne and shit, that's what I was curious. I didn't know football lended itself to, like, getting some of those names under your belt. Oh, no, football did not help those names. Nah. Uh, the names shit started... Uh, after high school, mm. yeah. Once I started going to the club, I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's once where it, that's where it I goes started, down. Yeah, once you turn nineteen, like in Detroit is right. Detroit's right next to Canada. Yeah, so you can drink at nineteen. That's what. That's how Buffalo is too. Buffalo oh, yeah. is right next to Canada too. Uh, so. We got Windsor. We got uh, uh it's called um, well, it's Niagara Falls. It's like <laughs> Ontario, uh, but there's like on the uh, on the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, it's like an amusement park. Okay. So you can go over there and drink. There's all kinds of bars and shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What well, I forget what we called it. Uh, Clifton Hill. Clifton Hill is the, the name of it. But um, mm. I I grew up like ten minutes over the border, and we yeah. used to just fucking nineteen drive over there, yeah. come back blasted. I don't know how we got over the fucking border coming back. Oh yeah, we took the tunnel. <laughs> Did yeah. you have a you had a checkpoint though? Yeah. Back when we were coming up though, we didn't have to have special IDs. Yeah, we didn't need that either. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just needed like your uh, your driver's birth license. certificate or something. We or just social had, security at the time. We just needed a driver's license to get over. You just show uh, U.S. and you show New York State license. You can get through. Yeah. Now it's got to be like enhanced, or you need your passport yeah, or some sure. horse shit. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, um, Canada was the best, mm-hmm. and maybe it accelerated yeah. the fact I got a DUI when I was twenty two or twenty three, yeah. and I think it's because I was like. So lax from just coming back from Canada, nineteen. Used to driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I got I got that out of the way. And a, a lot of people from Buffalo. I don't know if it's the case in Detroit, but you pretty much know everybody that you know has a DUI or someone they know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. <laughs> Michigan is the worst, bro. Yeah. Don't ever get a DUI in Michigan. What happened? Never. Huh? What happened? They ruin your life. Well, I think they do that. In a lot of states, but what's different about Michigan than they they uh, they throw you in jail, fuck yeah, uh, give you probation, um, ruin your life. <laughs> uh, it's just terrible, man, and yeah. it takes a long time for you to get it back. You have to apply to get it back, and you can be denied for silly reasons for your license. Yeah, that's yeah, dude. I mean. I mean, I I was lucky that mine wasn't so like out of control. Like the it was a low BAC. There wasn't like a lot of uh, I didn't hit anything or anything. I just got pulled over because I like swerved. Yeah. So I, it was pretty low rung, but at the end of the day, it took me like a decade almost to like clear it out. You know, Damn. like with the money and like the fucking, just you know, like it being expunged from your record. It's the worst. Getting yeah. a DUI is the fucking worst. The worst. Bro. Don't do it, kids. You know. But uh, there was another guy who. And this isn't this is kind of leaving sports, but another guy recently had to he was on stage 
and he had to leave to shit his pants. Here's uh, it's Little Nas X. Well, I'm backstage, and this is like not part of the show, but I'm taking a mean shit. So Well, if it's a big shit, it might be more than a minute or two, little Nas X. Although wow. he's he's got that he's got that booty that you know it might actually just like whoops, I don't know, you know what I'm saying. It might come out quicker. Fucking cold bloody, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had. I I told a story. Um, I don't think it was on this podcast, but I told a story about how when I did um, Europe with Tom, we did Budapest or whatever the fuck it was. And uh, we, I got mad food poisoning, and I was on stage, and I, like, was standing there, holding it in, and like out of my own body, like I was just in autopilot, telling my jokes, as I was actively trying not to shit my pants in front of a theater of people. Damn, it, it just was, came out of nowhere. Well, I had, I had been, sh- it was all day, dude. It was wow. like. I was trying, I was before the, before the show too, I was like back there like, just get it all out, you know? And then, but it didn't matter because it was so severe that, you know, being on stage for a half hour, at some point it reared its ugly head again. Mm-hmm. And I was, I just could not, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shit my pants. And then I, I managed to get off and just run to the bathroom. But that was the only time I've ever had, I feel like something turns off inside you when you're on stage anyway, you know? Like that will stop you yeah. from doing that. But Fuck, man, that was as close as I came. I don't know that I would have announced it, though. Good on Lil Nas X for just being like, yo, folks, I got a shit. I think that was dope because <laughs> he made it uh, a little more personal. Yeah, he so. made it funny. People now like are like excited that they got to be a part of that event. I was yeah. there when Lil Nas X had to shit. Yeah. I would have also given myself a little more time other than a minute or two if I was Lil Nas X. But now we're shifting into the news. Let's uh, let's play the news intro. Ba-dum, bum, ba dum I want to hear what you have to say about this. So uh, I uh, I shotgun beers on this show once in a while, you know, mm-hmm. here and there, until okay. I found out YouTube doesn't like it. I had to stop, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But uh, this is a, a guy who wrote in, a Roach reporter out there, Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. Uh, he wrote in, is it's Adam Fortune is his name. He says... Uh, in Brazil, there's a new trend called beer in the ass. When I heard that, beer in the ass, I was thinking of a college ritual in which people do a little thing called butt chugging. Have you heard of that? And you put a beer down the little hole, the funnel, yep, yeah. into the funnel, in into yeah, into a little hole. All right, mm-hmm. and that is your asshole. And people, I mean, I saw Steve-O, obviously Steve-O did it on Jackass, but people have been doing that for, uh, you know. They just now catching up? A hot minute. No, people have been doing it, but, but in Brazil, so I thought that's what this was. I'm like, butt chugging's been around for years. Yeah. Turns out it's not butt chugging. It's a different, uh, it's a different way. It's a German style of shotgunning a beer. And you see here they have the holes in the bottom like that. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure this out here. It's uh, If you've ever made a makeshift weed pipe out of a spray can, uh, this is going to feel familiar. You take a knife or a nail and you poke a hole in the center of the bottom. Uh, some beer is going to fizz out. You could do two or three holes, I suppose. Poke one or more at the bottom rim about the size of a straw and fill the divot on the can of, uh, with a, with some salt. See, I don't know what all this extra shit is. Uh, b- shotgunning a beer takes... You just cut two holes and then you fucking you're ready to go. Uh, so they're putting salt and they also squeeze lime over the salt. That's some Brazilian shit, I'm sure. Then they place their lips on the hole in the rim and drink it down, taking the beer, lime, and salt all at once. A beer garita, if you will. Pour over a beer cocktail, an inverted uh, michelada, those kinds of things. So I don't know. In, in Brazil, they're doing this. I thought maybe at some point I'm going to have to give it a whirl. I don't really understand the science rob you're smarter than me does this any of this make sense to you in terms of like how it would work yeah i watched a video of somebody actually doing it and the concept i think is because you're using the underside of the beer can Mm -hmm. it creates like a little dish for you to put the coarse salt the rock salt in there Uh uh-huh so then when you squeeze the lime over it and it goes over the salt it carries some of the salt into 
the beer itself without you like just dumping salt directly into your beer. Who's and then you sip it up. Salt little... in their beer though. It's not like a fucking tequila drink. You know Spanish what I mean? I'm not speakers. trying to. I guess. So that's what a Michelada is. Uh, Michelada. I've never had one of those. I'm not gonna lie. I am such trash that I am like, <laughs> why are you ruining the beer with the salt? <laughs> so it has nothing to do with. Putting in your ass. That's what I thought. I it's, was like, it's the ass of the can. Yeah, that's why they call it. That's why they called it that because it's the ass of the can. Oh. And I was, I was misled. I was very. Yeah, excited. If you don't drink that damn beer, stop bullshitting around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, we doing all this extra shit for? That's me. what I said. I go. I mean, a shotgun is like I said. Two. You just go, bang, boom, skadoosh, and it's a fast way to drink a beer. This doesn't seem faster. That's my point, Rob. Yeah, it's not faster. It looked like they were passing in the video. I saw they were passing it around and sort of sipping it. So it's just a way to yuck. Yeah, it's a way to do like a salt rim. Well, I appreciate you writing in Adam Fortune, but unfortunately, I am going to pass on this uh, new way to drink a beer. I'm not going to be doing it. Um, Do you have any relatives that were affected by the hurricane? Uh, I have a lot of family down in Florida. And how are they doing? They're doing fine. I don't think they were uh, crazy affected by it. I think just got some some heavy rain. So I ahead. have a maybe you have a family member like this. I have the I have a cousin who like the hurricane's coming. I he's like steadfast on how he's not going to leave, no matter what they say about the hurricane. Yeah, I don't know if they ever left. They've been through a lot of hurricanes. Yeah, and some just, some people never do. They pride themselves. Yeah. The bootstraps, yeah. Lace them up like it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. They're putting fucking metal over their windows and shit or boards and shit, wood over their windows and shit. I don't know what they do, man, but they're still down there. That's good. Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know if any of them had this sort of incident happen. You have this video, Rob, of uh, the person's backyard. So in the this person was, uh, you know, filming their backyard. It's flooded, and in it, this is what they see. I would shit my fucking pants. That's a shark in their backyard. Yeah, in your backyard. It's like, it's, you know, obviously the water, you know, flowing in from the channels or whatever the fuck. But if I had a shark in my fucking backyard, that's it. I'm moving. Yeah. No chance, dude. How how big is it? It's, it's, I mean, we're pretty far away from it here, but it still looks like it's probably around four or five feet long. Four feet? Yeah, if it was four feet, I would try to catch it. That's <laughs> that's the size in which you would go after. Yeah, what's the threshold it. for you in terms of like I'm not fucking with that. Six track. foot, six foot. So two extra feet. It's got to be shorter than you, obviously. Yeah. yeah, and you would catch it. But what would you do with it once you, you try you to pull it. it out of there? You can eat a shark. You, you can eat anything. Oh, that's true. Je- <laughs> Jeffrey eats humans. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you can eat anything. That's yeah. true. But would you want to? But I, uh, I don't know what does it say. What kind of shark that is? Because that would make me decide if I want to fuck with it too. Is what breed of shark it is? Like a hammerhead shark. I feel like if you're directly in front of it. You can like you know fuck with it because its mm-hmm. eyes are all fucked up too. Mm-hmm. And I got a you know I got to battle a shark with shitty eyes. I can't be battling a fucking. If it's a great white shark, nah. Yeah, that's Jaws. <laughs> you need to battle one with got same eyesight as you. Exactly. I need one with shitty eyes. I got to go hammerhead. I'll do a tiger shark, perhaps. I don't know. This looks like a dogfish to me. A dogfish? Yeah, this is in Fort Myers, so it's like. Oh, I see. Yeah, I would have tried to catch that, man. That would be fun to see you out there, like, in the backyard, especially if it's your backyard. That can't be that deep of water. I'm not going to wrestle it. I'm going to... Well, yeah, you'd have throw, to, would throw you? a line out there. Oh, you mean catch it with a, uh, like, yeah. a fish. I see or, what you're saying. Or uh, a fucking... What are you... The swimming net. Oh, yeah, the, the net. Yeah, you yeah. go out there with the... The net, okay. Yeah, you I thought about you, to get in the water. No, I thought you, with that's shit. what I thought you were saying. That's what I thought you were talking about. Hell no! I thought you were gonna go out there like Crocodile Dundee and swim I don't up care to who it. Who you are? It. You can't swim better than a shark. <laughs> what you gonna do when you get it on, on land? Land? You gonna let it shake a little bit and uh, wait till it dry out? <laughs> yeah, wait till it dries. Then you put it on a spit like a pig. I'm take a picture with it. Roast it. Uh, Over yeah. a fire. <laughs> Caught this motherfucker during a hurricane. <laughs> she swam up on shore, baby. Also, you could technically just 
wait till the water like sort of drains out and then just he'll he's gonna end up in your backyard and die right oh no he might swim out somehow yeah that's true he did get in so he could swim out i i mean imagine being pest control in florida in the first place you know you're going in and you're like people are like i've got a alligator in my toilet you know what i mean like in this case you got to show up and do a shark i mean fuck dude sharks are less uh intimidating than gators this is true and so i guess in florida they do have a hierarchy of intimidating animal that the shark would fall less under i don't know if that's i mean gators unless you're in the water if you're in the water then you know they got the up on you but you in land you got the up on the shark i feel like the gators are fast as fuck land or water you fucked up yeah both both of them but yeah they can't once you get on the land the shark's not like it's not like he's evolving and crawling out of the (laughs) (laughs) out of the fucking water and coming up your ass there that's wild though i saw that i'm like fuck dude imagine that looking out your window first i gotta deal with this fucking hurricane and now i got a shark in my fucking backyard god damn you wouldn't eat a shark I'd eat, I'd eat anything probably if you told me if it was some rich people shit like if you told me like we're on a private jet or something right and you're like hey man I got uh, some human here I'd be like alright well if it's a delicacy if, you, if we're on this fucking what? jet you know what I'm saying <laughs> you eat human I think I, I, I wouldn't want to know where it came from but I'd imagine there's some rich people out there like I'm talking like fucking Illuminati shit where they're like they're just like they're making humans to eat them what about uh, if all y'all are out camping and you have nothing to eat and somebody dies from starvation is it okay to eat the human then like then you oh yeah I think the that's the the one like universal it's okay to eat them yeah isn't that called by the way the Dahmer party or no, the Donner Party. Donner Party. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a little <laughs> on the nose. Do you ever hear about them, the Donner Party? No. It's a a plane crash. If I believe it was in. No, no, no. It wasn't a plane crash. It was that was uh, uh, westward expansion. Oh my bad. I'm thinking of the Andes Mountains. The plane. Yeah, you're there... thinking. You're thinking of the soccer team yes. that landed, and then they made a movie about it called Alive. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking about. The Donner Party was people who were what manifest destiny traveling yep. west. Back in the olden days, wagons and shit, you know, and they were traveling west and uh, they came upon a snowstorm and they got struck. They got stuck and they had to, like, decide if they were going to eat each other, (laughs) basically, at the end of the day. Did they do it? I think I believe so. I believe they ate a bunch of them, too. Right. Wasn't it there's some was there anything nefarious with the Donner Party about how they chose? Were they like killing people to eat them or was it? Just the simple fact that they died from the cold and then started eating. It, it. was just starvation, cold. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the one time it's like y- you can come back from that and be like, we had to eat Frank, and they'd be like, that's fine. You know, we get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you think a human tastes like? Probably like everything else, you know? There's parts, like, we have a, I mean, when you take a, when you eat a cow or whatever, you know, you got its ass, you got its fucking leg and shit i don't know it's the same right I don't, it's called it's called ca- long pig so long i imagine pig. yeah i imagine it's tastes like pork humans yeah what is called long pig H- human meat is called long pig what you never you get this from? why do you know that it's long pig. <laughs> that's, that's for me to ate? know and you'd find out josh that's what's so funny about the Dahmer thing too he like makes a sandwich for that lady <laughs> it's like eat go. my sandwich a, a translation of a term formerly used in some Pacific Islands for human flesh as food, long pig. I wouldn't want the flesh. I mean, long pig. I would want the meat. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, that's flesh. What part? We talked about this at the beginning uh, of my podcast, like way back, you know, two years ago when it started. What part of the human would you eat? The thighs. The thighs. I'm yeah, that makes man. sense. Yeah, leg and ass. Wouldn't that do? You, I I would think that would ruin it for you. Like then every time then afterwards, you'll be like you know looking at a great ass and you're going like, I bite them. Do I want to fuck or eat that? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the best place to go with it. The fucking leg or the ass. That would be the best meat I would imagine. 
Nevertheless, my friend, tell everybody where they can find you. Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. You can find me Instagram, Mr. Darius Bennett. Mr. is just MR. It is not spelled out. Uh, Twitter is the same. Uh, my Snapchat is Mr. Darius Bennett 3. And Facebook. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And, and please uh, go and, check and, out uh, Darius. YouTube. Yeah, check him out. All I mean, he's all over L.A., but check him out on the road. Ask your club to book him. Bring him to your town because, dude, one of the funniest dudes on stage I've ever seen. So I love you so much, man. Thank you for coming in Appreciate and, and you, blessing buddy. us on the show. And uh, everyone, make sure you go over to at J uh, underscore Potter on Twitter, at Josh underscore Potter on Instagram. That's where you're going to find all the upcoming dates for the end of 2022 into 2023. Also, uh, I want to mention twitch.tv slash Josh underscore Potter, patreon.com slash the Josh Potter show. I hope y'all come back again next Tuesday. We will see you right here inside the Roach Motel on the Josh Potter this show. Thank you for joining us.